Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, welcome to Great News. It's another episode of a podcast where Mike and I take a look at the stories that actually restore your faith in humanity and let you realize that most people are decent to good. Most yes. people. There's so many stories. There's so we'll many never stories. never run out. And people aren't always looking necessarily for the limelight, so these don't get highlighted, but we like to highlight them with great news. We're humanitarians, uh, yes. We're great Mike guys. always starts off with an intro, and I always uh, have an, an idea for who you should parody. Yes. And I think you should do Kiss. <clears throat> the band Kiss. This is, uh, this is Gene Simmons. From I didn't Kiss. say Gene Simmons. I said Kiss. Sh- shut up. If you hear Kiss music, you're going to talk to me okay. because I'm in charge of all the finances. Um, I remember one time Ted Nugent wanted to use a lick of mine, and we were actually doing a three-way with a Thai hooker, and um, we were on tour, Destroyer tour, and I told Mr. Nugent, I said, if you're going to use my music, you're going to pay for what it's worth, and that's more than you have, sir. Here's Paul Stanley. Are you guys ready to rock? I'm 70 years old, and I have a hairy chest and a cups and sand to my nipples. Yeah! <laughs> it's an intro! Yeah! The show's beginning, bro! Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. That'll be seventy-five ninety-nine. Thank you. That was uh, excellent. Excellent. Well done. Thank you. My first story is, there is about an age a- where you can't do. You guys ready to? You know what I'm Apparently saying? Apparently like, not. Apparently when not. When Paul Stanley was 25, he did it, and it sounded. He was like, "You ready to run?" It, but now he's like, like that old dude at at Jerry's Deli, and, and like it doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it works when they're on stage and he's hiding behind all the instruments and stuff, and they have makeup, which is totally. very smart. He's still ripped. They still play. I mean, you can make fun of Kiss all you want. You go see him. They're professionals. They sound great. But I'm saying the talking, like when you're 75, don't you go like, hey, man, I'm really excited you guys came out tonight. Thank (laughs) you so much. We love our fans, you know? Now you go, you ready to rock? (laughs) All right, my story's about an animal, Hank the Tank, a 500-pound black bear. Hank the Tank is 500 pounds. Five pounds. Hundred yes. pounds. Yes. Which is insane. I weigh 175, 180. Hank weighs 500 pounds. Think so, about this. The yeah. average offensive lineman in the NFL is like three to three ten. You right. know, three ten to two eighty, something like that. And they're double that. Fucking cute. They're fucking insanely big. Yeah, now think about twice that. Yeah. So Hank the Tank is in the Lake Tahoe area, and he's been breaking into homes and getting food because he needs to eat. He's a 500-pound bear. Sure. Bear so got to eat. 
he breaks into homes and for a while they thought that he was going to have to be euthanized and everybody was like no there are wildlife preservations and stuff where he could go so watch this story on hank the tank Early a reason to smile these days, but for one bear, there now is. This thick-skinned 500-pound black bear, nicknamed Hank the Tank, was accused of getting his paws involved in a series of house break-ins in the Lake Tahoe area, known to be a natural bear habitat. With windows smashed, fences broken, and more than 150 incident reports of bear break-ins in the area, officials were eager to stop this overbearing forager. They're supposed to be hibernating, but they've been so used to people and being fed year-round, they don't, they don't really do the bear stuff. Initially, law enforcement warned the bear, also known as Yogi, Chunky, and Big Guy, had seemingly lost its fear of humans and threatened to euthanize the rotund mammal. Police officers use everything from uh, sirens to loud noises to shouting at them to beanbags. He's still here. They've figured out how to operate car doors to get into after food that's in cars. Um, a couple of them figured out how to work French doors to get into the house. One mama bear even was seen teaching her cubs how to get into that French door. The Bear League said it was vehemently opposed to euthanization. We believe he's one of our neighbors and he's only doing what he's been taught to do. The bears will usually die trying to get back home um, or they'll starve to death because they, they don't know where to find food. Now, officials have put the effort on pause. New DNA evidence collected at a recent break-in scene linked a bare minimum of not one, not two, but three bears to these uncanny incidents. New DNA evidence reveals that as many as three bears, two female bears and one male bear, may be responsible for the property damage and home break-ins in the Tahoe Keys neighborhood over the past several months. On Thursday, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said it will begin trapping the bear brigade to tag the animals and collect evidence for genetic analysis. Then they'll be released to a, quote, suitable habitat, thus exonerating the boisterous bear. Officials hope these incidents will change how the public interacts with local wildlife. It's a new lease on life, if you will, for um, the large male black bear. Officials say residents in bear-prone areas should avoid leaving food outside, keep garbage cans secure, and only put waste out on trash day. As for the Bear League, they say, long live Hank the Tank. Zinclay Essamois, yep. NBC News. Yep. First of all, all the bear puns have to stop. Yeah. Second of all, can you imagine seeing a 500-pound bear walk up to French doors, stand up on his hind legs, reach up and just open it and walk in? That's insane. Uh, he, he, will, he will be shot if that's my house. Oh, I'm a Texan. I have guns. Yeah, listen. Don't mess with my a, guns. You can take hey, it from my hey, dead, hey, cold hey. hands. I have a family like you. If I was a bachelor, I'd be like, uh, you know what? I'm going to run. Poor guy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hide upstairs. Call the animal. Uh, my, my daughter and wife are home and a black bear. Yeah. Or, you know, any fucking bear. I don't care if it's a pe- fucking panda. Bullet to the head. Done. Dunzo. I'll bazooka <laughs> if it's a ass. panda, you're not putting a bullet to the head. No possible way. Pandas are too cute. No, I, oh, there's worst. Wor- I hate pandas with such a fury. Let me tell you why. You, my next story is really short, so you're lucky. All right. Pandas are the shittiest animal ever. If you analyze, what do you analyze animals like the quality of animal? It's their survival ability. They're completely incompetent at defending themselves. Like they're the most incompetent bear. They literally can't procreate without human intervention. 
They're so lazy they don't fuck. You have to have humans come in and give them like panda Viagra and, and grab their wieners and like they have like panda fluffers. Then on top of that, the Chinese government uses them as like bartering pawns for political reasons. Right. If, if a panda is born at like a Washington, D.C. Uh, uh, a zoo. China's. It belongs to China. They have a, right. a like a complete monopoly on pandas, and they totally use it because everyone thinks they're so cute. No, they're, they're so cute. They're horrible. Oh, but on the cute factor, they win. No, oh, Every, oh, you, everything. Hold else on to that right. thought. Hold on to that thought and wait till my last story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, this next story again is going to stay in the world of animals. Kevin, fish. They need bait. You're going to catch a fish. Got to have some bait. Correct. This fish has the best taste in bait I've ever seen. Check it out. (laughs) 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 What? And, and, okay, first off, that's a legitimately hot chick. Like, that's a great body secondly oh, see yeah secondly how how, how did was that she, happen was she in the ocean and just got out and the fish was hanging on for dear life do you i mean realistically do you think she was swimming she doesn't look very wet you know so do you think she was swimming and then got that in the ass and then decided i'm gonna com- with composure swim out to the but bo- no no way she would have been like what, oh fuck somebody biting me and like the flail. other option how else could it have happened they did i'm it guessing purpose? some somebody ro- rotted it in and it like yeah. was flying, and it, and but while they were trying to get it into the cooler, it jumped, and I, I don't know, I don't know, dude. But how? I mean, that's a that's a sweet butt. I don't blame the fish. I that's a, uh, the wisest fish ever. <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. I have no idea. But bravo to everyone bravo involved. Bravo to the f- <laughs> everyone involved. The fish and the bait. Yeah, Absolutely. and cameraman. In Chicago, my next story doesn't involve an animal. In Chicago, Al Raby High School is the name of the high school. And there's a guy there named Pete Cadence, who's a wealthy businessman. He started a bunch of businesses and he got a bunch of people together and started something that I think might actually work in the long run to pay to make college free for high school students. And he tells he tells an auditorium full of kids that they get to go to college for free, room, board, housing, everything, both room and board, yes. And they go for free. Watch this story. Students often think that school assemblies are boring, draining, and a waste of time. Well, CBS's Steve Hartman found one that was life-changing on the road. Students funneling into the Al Ravy High School Auditorium in Chicago were oblivious. You may know what this is about? Not a clue. I don't even know. That each and every one of them was about to hit the lottery. You're going to hear from me something soon. It's going to change everything. Pete Cadence is a businessman who started three companies. You could call him a self-made man, but Pete would disagree. He says if he'd had different parents, different peers, different skin color, been raised here on Chicago's west side, he most certainly would not be the multimillionaire he is today. 
This country was built on the notion that no matter where you come from, you can become successful and wealthy. That just factually is not true. Is college a dream of yours? Yes, a big dream of mine. Do you have the money for this? To Pete's point, this school is full of kids with big dreams. Nothing? Bridled by harsh realities. Nothing? Nothing. But you can't let that stop, like, hope. Meet Armani Barber. I was thinking about being a lawyer. Armani is a junior near the top of her class. She knows she can make it through college, but doesn't know how she'd pay for any of it. Enter Pete Cadence, who, along with former Chicago Public Schools CEO Janice Jackson, hopes to fight inequity with a mammoth initiative called Hope Chicago. There's never been anything of this scale, of this magnitude, of this import done in this community. This is going to be a game changer, and I think it's going to be a model for other cities, large cities across the nation. And it begins right now with this promise. Your college tuition, your room and board, your books and fees will be paid for and you will go to college for free. Every student, and not just here, but also at this high school. And this one. For free. Five total. And because poverty is an intergenerational problem, one parent from each family gets to go to college too. Over the next 10 years, Pete and other donors plan to invest a billion dollars in hope. But they say the dividends are already pouring down the cheeks of a new generation, finally feeling the dream within their reach. Steve Hartman, On the Road, in Chicago. What a great gift. We'll be right back. Thank you, old Ellen. What a great report. Listen, they put a billion dollars, they invest it, and then they use the dividends to pay for college while the money is still there so they can keep paying for high school after high school after high school. And what a great way to do it. Can you imagine? Listen here. If that's dramatic change to the future of this country, I mean, that's dramatic. Agreed. What that can do. And listen, government, uh, there's some there's some big topics that I understand you got to cover. You got to throw a trillion dollars to keep us safe. I mean, everyone's got a crosshair on the United States. I get that. And we're responsible for a lot of global stuff. You know, however many hundreds of billions of dollars you got to put into defense. I get that. I'm with you. But there's another good half a trillion dollars that's put into bullshit. And it takes a company, a private company to come and do this stuff. Bravo. That's amazing. I would like to know if you think the country, when you say, listen, a government, I think the government is watching this show. All of them. All. It's, it's, listen, it's government. It, yeah, no, it's actually part of government. Municipal, state and federal government. It's <laughs> mandatory that they watch this show. That's great news. That That is great news. Um <laughs> That is a that is a remarkable story. That is, I mean, wow. By the way, I would also like to applaud the white guy for admitting that he was lucky to be born white in this country, and he had a lot of middle class, and he had a lot of opportunities that not everybody gets. I like absolutely, that. yeah. No, it's um, you know, it's become such a kind of like passe term that the idea of white privilege, but you know, there you can't just dismiss it. 
all together because it's an absolutely real thing. You know, wealth, privilege and white privilege. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's like that report pointed out. It's intergenerational and uh, you should definitely always take into consideration how yeah. fucking lucky you are to have certain circumstances, you know? That's true. And he was sending one of the parents to college as well from each family. That is so crazy. What if you're the parent, like, with granted this insane opportunity and you're the dipshit that can't, like, get into college? <laughs> what does that mean? Your your partner can? Let, okay, let's say, like, like if, if it happened to my family. Right. They would be, you know, Bianca would be like, well, I'm I'm, wor- I'm filming. I can't go back to school. I'd be like, oh, it's on me. I could totally do this. And then they'd be right. like... Sir, you haven't passed any exams and you have a 1.1 GPA in all our like entry stuff. I'd be like, oh, shit. All right. So you know what? Uh, another, another parent. <laughs> Go ahead. That would certainly happen in your marriage for sure. Yeah. No yeah. question. So talked about bears. Talked about. Are you fucking What's animals? Over there? <laughs> My guess dog is that. Dog? Is it a dog? Which dog was it? So we're talking about animals. Yeah. Talk bears. We talked ass-eating fish. Uh, <laughs> lions, man. Lions are majestic That's my favorite people, animal. but very, very dangerous, obviously. Yeah. Well, this rescue foundation came across a very ill, very seriously struggling lion, and they put together... Down, boy. They put t- together a video of the rehabilitation of this lion and the physical transformation is so remarkable but on top of that its relationship with the people who it rescued is crazy check this out Look at that. On my skin. This is hugging a human. Not only hugging where you might think, oh, maybe it's some weird kind of primal thing. Nuzzling its head into it like a like a like a happy lap dog. It's wow. Unbelievable. I love that. So beautiful. I mean, especially because do you see how sickly it was at the Mm -hmm. beginning? Wow, that's amazing. All right, I have another uh, animal story. Might as well just call this animal stories. This I, one is about I, I, a seal. I wanted seal. to see mine. This one is about a seal. A boater named Scott Thompson fell into the ocean off the coast of Southern California. I thought you said a boner. Went, a boner named Scott Thompson. Bo- I was like, boater. come on, Kevin. You don't even know boater the guy. Boater with a T. I don't know about the size of his and the excitement. Sick he, boner. He fell into the ocean, and he was too far away to swim. He started trying to swim to the to the uh, shore and ended up further away than he was when he started swimming. Oh no. So he literally thought, okay, this is how I die. This is it. I'm a good swimmer, but I'm way too far away. And it's freezing in this water. The water off Southern California, if you're not aware, is super cold. And um, so he's just about to give up. And he he hears a seal splash next to him. And you know how a dog sometimes will come up to you and like nudge your leg if it wants to get your attention? Mm -hmm. That's what the seal does, nudges the guy and the guy goes, all right, I think I can make it. Watch this video. 
Lost at sea with no land inside, a local boater who fell into the ocean thought he was spending his final moments on Earth. But it turned out that wasn't the case. Now that boater is telling his remarkable story to Eyewitness News reporter Leo Stallworth. I thought to myself, great, this is how I'm going to die. Scott Thompson reflecting on how close he came to death late last month. This after accidentally falling out of his boat and into the water, wearing only shorts and a T-shirt in the middle of the Santa Barbara Channel at night, miles away from land. Panic setting in, watching his boat motor on without him. There it's going. Put, put, put. I'm like, oh no. That's when I realized, like, okay, well, we got problems. And I just started swimming as hard as I could towards the boat. And it really didn't take too long to realize, like, it's getting farther. I'm not getting closer. Scott needing a Hail Mary to survive. I was devastating myself in my mind just picturing my girls and my son growing up without me and and my wife you know not having a husband and a supporter and oh man and so like yeah i was like what because i wasn't thinking about sharks or anything like that until i hear this splash to scott that splash was like an angel providing him hope it's just this little kind of medium-sized harbor seal. The seal would go underwater, and he came up and nudged me. Like a, like a dog would comes up and nudges your leg. Did it know, like, hey, this human's in trouble. Keep going, dude. Scott now determined to swim to the nearest oil platform, which was far but closer than land. You're going to, you got to make it to the platform. You have no choice. Freezing and exhausted. He kept swimming some five hours, finally reaching the platform. Crying, and I'm like shouting at the sky. Crews aboard the oil platform rendering aid. The Coast Guard getting him to a hospital where he was treated for hypothermia and more. A towboat crew recovering Scott's vessel can't believe he survived. Even putting on a wetsuit, being prepared, getting in that water and swimming to the platform was horrendous. I mean, I can't imagine being in the water with shorts and a t-shirt. Scott and his family overjoyed. He beat death, getting a second chance at life. How about that? Five hours. That's he swam. crazy. And the seal, I'm not sure, was nudging him, but the seal yeah. was doing something that got him going. So thank God for that seal. Well, it was a Navy seal. That's what you don't... That, <laughs> that was the part of the... <laughs> Just like the pointings. Swim, dude. Swim. Don't give up. <laughs> I'm a seal. <laughs> That's amazing, man. That's truly remarkable. Um, I want to press rewind a bit when you said pandas, cutest animal? Earlier cutest in the show? bear. I said cutest bear, but I would argue cutest animal. Mm. All right. I'm going to show you a picture of a newborn turtle. Literally seconds <laughs> out of the egg okay and you will say well that's that's it's impossible there's nothing in on earth that could be that cute i'm saying this is the cutest thing i've ever seen a go turtle? ahead ba-boom look at the size of that turtle looks like a and ring it, and it's smiling that, look at that guy make did that guy make a ring out of it is that a ring that looks it does it looks like like a like a keychain or I mean, it's smiling. Oh, so rad! Not it's like please, panda, I'm I'm born now. I'm out of this egg. Let me walk at point oh 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 one miles per hour forever. 
I have a long way and a long time to get there, and I'm not going to make it. Look at and him smiling. Let me put it. Uh, let me point this out again. Pandas, shitty, can't fight. They can't defend themselves. Turtle sees sure. trouble. Boom! In my house. Fuck you. Middle <laughs> finger straight up to anyone, any predators. It's like, oh yeah, you want to get into my my Kevlar house? Screw <laughs> you. Pretty sweet. All right, listen, it's cute. There's no way to, there's no two ways about it. I would hug and kiss that all day. That's all I do forever. I don't think we need to know that. And I may put it on the end of my, never mind. If you, if you like this podcast, just before Mike's last sentence, please uh, subscribe and tell your friends about it. Let them know that there is a podcast with positive stories that might help balance the news intake that they have. All right, for an outro, Mike, I would like to suggest Sade. This is no ordinary one. There's an intro. Outro. Show's about to begin, bro. It's outro. Outro. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news now have sex thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube